Is this on? It is on! And we need it, because there's lots of you here in the audience. For those of you listening at home, it's a sold-out crowd here at the Basement Theatre. Issue 42, Raining Cats and Dogs of The Water Cooler. Um, Kia ora everyone. Um, My name is Donna Brockbanks and I will be your host for the evening. Please ask a question. Yeah, it's all right. Did you have any more questions? <laughs> but anyone, feel free to raise their hand at any time. All right, we'll move on. Um, we've got three amazing guests for you guys tonight um, to talk to you all about uh, their experiences with animals or stories about animals. Uh, and I cannot wait to hear them. Uh, but firstly, I'm going to talk to you a little while. Uh, I'm going to talk to you a little while. Uh, hopefully not very while. Oh God. Uh, all right. So I come from a cat family. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's dog families. There's cat families. Don't you shake your head at me, Jono. Uh, very much a cat family. Uh, we, we've. Um, we, I when I was born, uh, the cat was Willow. And then Willow died, and then we got Flo. And Flo used to eat her dinner with her hands. I know they're called paws, guys. <laughs> with her paws, like she used to scoop it into her mouth with her paw. Weird. Um, and uh, now that I am my own person and do not live with my family, I have my own cat, and her name is Cat Stevens. <laughs> And I can't even take credit for that name because my flatmate named her. Um, but I immediately loved it because I love Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. So I was like, no. I kind of go between calling her Cat Stevens, Stevie, Stevie Nicks, or Monster. Um, I know, she's so cute. Um, <laughs> she's four in next month. And uh, she is a tabby crossed with a tortoise shell. So she's a little bit of orangey, a little bit of whitey, a little bit of browny, blacky, everything. Um, and she's got white paws. And she does this really annoying thing when she wants to come inside where she'll go up to the door, and like I've got French doors in my room, or there's like French doors onto the back, um, into the back garden, and she'll just scratch at the glass. Like she'll go, get up on her back feet and just go <laughs> until someone lets her in. She's sounding quite creepy, this cat, eh? <laughs> um, yeah, um, but I remember when I brought, I, I brought her home, and she was tiny, she was like four weeks old, and, um, and I had her, my flatmate came with me to get her, and I got her from this house in, um, on the shore whose cat had had babies, and they were like, we didn't even know that she could have babies, and then she did, and they were like, well, I guess she can have babies. Um, and so I went and picked her up, and I, and I took her home, and all I could hear in the back of the car was, meow, and I almost turned around and drove her back because I felt so bad about taking her away from her mum. I was like, I'm going to hell. And then she immediately went under the couch as soon as I got her home. And the, the space in the, under the couch is like two inches. She would never fit under there anymore. Um, and she didn't come out for like four hours. Um, and sometimes, right, I look at my cat and I think, I get really sad because I look at her and I go, you're going to die someday. Aww. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm already like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have got you because that will, I will feel so sad. 
anyway. The other, um, the other amazing um, time I have had animals-wise, apart from getting my cat, was um, in Tonga, um, which is the most amazing place to visit if you ever want to go to there. Um, and um, me and my friend were like, well, let's go out scoop. Uh, scuba diving? Is it no? What scuba diving? Snorkeling. Thank you. Um, scuba diving. No way. Because if I went down under the water, I, you can't see everywhere at once, and also you can't hear under there. So if something's coming up behind you, you're not going to know. And that's why I don't scuba dive. And also, I can't hold my breath that long. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were going out on the scuba scubaing, <laughs> snorkeling trip trip and um, to this island um, from the island we were staying on and we were going in this tiny, it felt very tiny, wooden boat. Um, there was basically just a like um, hollowed out um, shell basically. It was like nothing in it apart from like one tiny little seat to sit on and we were on this boat with um, me and my friend with this American couple who were really experienced divers and stuff. Anyway, as we're going across this bit of water to get to this other island, uh, it was quite rough um, suddenly, three uh, whales just appeared under the boat, and they were like double the size of the boat, and there was one baby with them, and it was the most intense experience I've ever had in my life. Like, I felt like the smallest human being in the world, or just a small thing next to these massive... And they were like looking at us and like really studying us, and they could see us, and I, I just felt like they knew all my secrets. Anyway, that's my stories about animals. Um, woo! Uh, thanks, guys. Um, but uh, now we're going to get into the the real heroes of the evening. Uh, and for the we're having light problems, eh, Kelly? Yeah, there's blowing. Ah, it's probably me. <laughs> I do that. Um, first up, we've got um, uh, a very interesting young man. Called Jono Croucher. Please welcome Jono to the show. Thank you, thank you. Um, Jono, you come from Whangarei, is that I do correct? Indeed, yes. And how long have you been in Auckland? I have been in Auckland for five years, came down for uni, and have stayed ever since, met some good, good folk cool. here and there, so stick around. And you've finished uni now? Well and truly, I'm now a corporate cog. Ah, it's fantastic! Yeah, and I read um, that you want your dream is to open a community cafe. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, later, later down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, but eventually, yes. I'm very excited. What is um, <laughs> your idea behind the community cafe? Like, what would your goal be with that? So, has has anyone been to to the naughty north, to to uh, up that way? Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's this. I'm going. I'm full on pitching. So if anyone wants to if anyone wants to donate, you know, or or, or, or invest, then, then let me know. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, no, there, there's a there's all these creatives up there, and not many spaces to sort of be be creative. So it would be a, a, a space for people to come, and sort of the goal is for say an engineer to meet a designer and they create something awesome. So it's like facilitating like connections and relationships. Just, uh, yeah. That's awesome, right? Oh, th hey, That's thanks. very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I look forward to visiting 
one day in the near future. Um, and do you have any pets? Oh. I do. Yeah. I do indeed. Her, her, her name is Jess. Um, I know it's a human's name. Um, but she is a Labrador and the greatest, the greatest of all dogs. Jess is the name of the dog in Foot Rock Flats, eh? Is that right? Jess is the girl dog? Thanks, so. Sarah. Do you guys? Yeah. Maybe I'm, t- I'm older and I watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Um, anyway, great name for a dog, Thank I you. believe. Yeah. Um, and what do you do in your um, corporate cog job? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a manager sales team of all, all things. Oh, wow. Um, but, but you did so well coming in quietly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you tripped over a chair. <laughs> well, welcome. <laughs> Uh, you manage a sales team? Yeah, something, something like that. Or yeah. I, I pretend like I know what I'm talking about and then tell other people to do the same. Awesome. Yeah. Great. And is there anything you want to um, uh, let us know before you tell your story? Like in terms of like trigger warnings or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah a few. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. Um, I, think, I think whenever I hold one of these things, I end up going very proper and very, very, very British with the way I'm speaking. So if, if I get that way, can you just say, like, like loosen up, your dick or something like that. <laughs> something, along, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. And that's it? No, that, that's that's, it. A, that's yeah. the trigger warning? Great. Um, <laughs> everyone, please, <laughs> please give it up for John O'Cratch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I, I, I've got this little book that I thought I was going to write the story in, but then I, it was ambitious. Yeah, I, I didn't do it. <laughs> so, so I've got this. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I have one pet, and her name is Jess, and she's fantastic. Um, and I will tell... Well, let me tell you a story about her. And it's, it's actually a story about love. Um, is that okay? Is that okay? Can we yeah. tell, can tell a love story? Yeah. And it, Okay, so it's not the kind of love you'd expect. It's not between me and my dog. It's not between sort of my dog and, say, my neighbor's dog or anything like that. This story... Ooh, I should have made that stay on. This story is, a, is about love between my dog and a notoriously overpriced fruit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she knows. Avocados. Is it a fruit? I, it's a fruit. It's got a, it's no. got a, is it a fruit? Is it a vegetable? Really? No, actually, it's got a pit. It's got a pit. Just like tomatoes, but they're not. They're a fake fake fruit, live fruit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, do you say fake news? No, I did. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I've always wanted to be heckled, so that's the first time I said something happened. <laughs> So this was a, this was a love that, that it pushed boundaries, that it overcame um, restrictions, and was was actually rather inconvenient for my mother, um, whose countless trips to Bunnings were were to no avail. Um, now the, this affair, this love affair, started off um, as I walked Jess. So each day I would walk Jess along the road, and on the left there was a avocado stall. So there was a stall, sort of a wooden roadside stall, where you put a little coin in the box and you take your avocado. Now, um, each day as we, as we neared the stall, uh, her, her tail started to wag a little faster, 
and the leash sort of slipped from my palm to my fingertips as she tugged away. She, she, she loved these, these avocados. And yeah, her, her, her beautiful black eyes sort of beckoned me to let her, let her go behind the stool and, and indulge in, in the royal jelly of the rotting avocados that the, the, the orchard owner threw behind the stool after they got to a point where they couldn't be sold. Um, see, each day this theme was repeated, and each day her love for this fruit grew that little bit stronger. And it, it got to the point where if I had to do something for the rest of that day, I would walk the other side of the road just so I didn't have to deal with her lying on her belly, refusing to move uh, with it without me letting her behind the stall. So we decided to, to take um, matters into our, our own hands and, and stop Jess from, from going there. So we'd, we'd always go the other, the other side of the road. And now Jess, separated from, from her lover, uh, began to take matters into her own hands. It was a Sunday afternoon when we first caught wind of her slipping off, um, slipping off and seeing, seeing her lover on the side, you know? Um, <laughs> on any other... <laughs> yeah. Side pip. No, that, that didn't <laughs> See, on any other day at 6pm on the dot, without fail, Jess would be sitting by her bowl, waiting for her food. No matter, no matter the day, no matter the weather, she'd be sitting there, waiting to be fed. And you always knew it was 6 o'clock when you were doing something else at 6 o'clock, and she came to find you, and got rather annoying. Um, so, but, but this time she wasn't there. She, she wasn't in her bowl, so we knew something must be up. We searched the lounge, under each bed, in every place we could, we could possibly imagine, but that little shit. Um, I mean, my darling dog was nowhere to be found. <laughs> Eventually, uh, yeah, so me, me and Mum, we, we looked at each other and we thought, oh, where could she be? And as we realised, Mum's step quickened into a movement I can only describe as a humph as she walked towards the gate and, and up the road. Jess was at, sure enough, the avocados, behind the stool, just, yeah, just digging in. <laughs> so the following day, I, I arrived home, and my mother's grin of victory uh, showing me that this was not a fight she was willing to lose. And looking round, I found Jess... Uh, sat by the pool, tail between her legs, rather sad, watching the deck chairs get wet. See, Mum had transformed our house into literally Forge Knox. <laughs> there was fences everywhere, there was an electric shock collar around her neck, <laughs> so that if she walked within the perimeter of the gate, she would get a little sad. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and, Jess moped around for the next, uh, I reckon, yeah, week or two before she, she decided that enough was enough and, and her, love, her love was too strong. Her love for this fruit was too strong. A love that an electric fence would not stop. A, lo a love that any fence would not stop. So there was, it, got, it got to the point. There was, I think it was a Sunday afternoon again and she was laying in the middle of our garden and... and she, she was in this rather strange position. She, have you ever seen those um, sort of David Attenborough things where they've got the lion about to pounce on a gazelle? She was in this sort of... Yeah, you, you know, you know, yeah. Um, she, she, was, she was ready to go. And I thought, what, what is going to happen? 
What, what is she going to do? And her, her muscles sort of twitched as she took off. And again, as you saw the electric shock hit her, the muscles twitched again. And once more, they twitched as she vaulted up and over the fence and away down the road. And she was finally reunited with her lover. And, and, and that's my story of love for you all. Jono, um, I have a couple of questions. Oh. <laughs> um, what did she eat the avocados, or did she just like to roll in them? Maybe both. Ah. Maybe, maybe both. Um, no, she it's loved. She loved them. Skin. Her favorite part was actually the skin. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Like to yeah. chew it? No, no. She just ate it. Oh you'd, you'd scoop the avocado out. You put it on your toast. You put salt and pepper and a bit of tomato. Uh, you know, you'd, you'd eat away, and then you'd give her the skin, and she loved it. That's crazy. Did she know that the skin was not the best bit? <laughs> That's amazing. How, yeah. So what happened? Um, did your mum just go, ah, well, there's nothing we can do? Well, she's bold enough to do that. I mean, Yeah, right? You've got to, you to, you to, to respect to that decision. <laughs> and is Jess still around? Jess is still around. Um, she's actually recently just come back from um, a bit of a surgery, actually. Oh. She got hit um, by a car. It's very sad. But um, the, the driver of the car was an SBCA. Um. Oh. <laughs> That's not irony, I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. Oh. And is she alright? Yeah, she's, she's fine. Yeah, she's, she's getting old now. I think she's about 12 or 13. But she's getting along. Labs yeah. are good, eh? Labs are good. Yeah, yeah. good, eh? I think I could deal with a lab. I always feel like dogs. Uh, looking at you, waiting for you to do something, but my friend is like, no, no, they just like, they just hang, they're happy to just hang out. I'm like, I don't believe you. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're from a cat family. Yeah, that's, that's why. Yeah. Exactly. Um, do you want to do you have anything you need to um, uh, plug for us tonight? Anything you got coming up, or etc. Shows you're doing, or not. I can't. I don't know the date. Okay. But, What's, what, but, what is it? But um, I play in a little three-piece folk band. Shut up. Um, I play the cello. <laughs> you play the what? The cello. The cello. I know. It suits my sort of public or private school-ish upbringing. Amazing. Yeah. What's your band called? Um, we can't. We're, we're going through a stage. Yeah. But <laughs> we're, just we're just we're <laughs> it's gonna be hard to find you. <laughs> we, we lost the member to the states, and, uh, but we work with a little brother. Uh, and it, it's it's good. Awesome. Yeah. And have you got gigs lined up? One. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know when it is. But we've cool. got an EP coming out soon. It's going to be very exciting. And is that under Little Brother? I hope so. Cool. We'll see. What's it? Do you, does it have a name? The EP? No. <laughs> is this band real, John? <laughs> I've made it up. <laughs> Where's the gig? Again. I, 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 I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, but, but it's, it's sort of because being the chalice, you're you're sort of additional. You're not core. You're like a. Like, if you think about a cake, like you've got the sponge, you've got the, you got the sponge, but then you've got the ganache. Like, I view myself as ganache. But no one likes cake without ganache. Well, what about just sponge cakes, good? Why would you eat just sponge cakes? You're out of your mind, Jono. <laughs> and social media-wise, anything you want to plug? Uh, no. Cool. 
No? No. no. <laughs> I had a feeling you would have just taken this serious. That is all good. <laughs> Thank you very much, Shona. <laughs> Scrubbing her hair, basically. Uh, Grace, uh, if you had to write in your customs form coming into the country, what would you say that you do? Like the best fucking ice cream scooper you've ever met. Well, that's bloody amazing. Yeah, not only that, but like a barista and shit. Where do you do that? Um, it's called Joshua's. It's in St. Helier's. Oh, yeah. It's a coffee ice cream shop. I didn't even know it existed until I walked in and I was like, can I have a summer job? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, See? And then they hired me and I've been there ever since. Have you worked there over summer yet? Yes. Yeah. Is it manic? It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it again, I don't know why, but I'm too fucking lazy to go find another job. Yeah. That's fine. Hey, finding a job is hard. It's hard to do. Um, and you act as well? Correct? I do. I do. Try to. Awesome. Yeah. And sing. Where did you study? Um, I studied at UniTech in Mount Albert. Very cool. And have you just recently graduated? Graduated at the end of last year. Oh, cool, cool. Yes. Have you had anything um, on since then? I did, but I don't know if I'm allowed to... Sure. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> way to pick the mysterious guests under contract and shit. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I understand that. Um, and did you do you have a family pet or a pet of your own? Or? Yeah, we had, um, bless RP, had a cat called Felix who was like a three-legged. Okay. He died last year and he was he was twenty twenty. He was twenty? Yeah, with three legs, like fucking out. That's old. Yeah, that's ancient. Like you needed to go way earlier. But um we also have a cat called Kitten. And she's like a whale, so she's also known as Orca, so like that's cool. And then we've got a dog, Nelly. Can I just say Orca is an amazing name for a cat? Yeah, but no, she's like like if she was in the room. She'd, she'd be in front of that wall like three centimetres away from it, just like that. Like, you know when you think of your pets as, like, a human being? Yeah. She's like, this is, not, I'm like, I'm not a racist, but, like, she's a 70-year-old Asian Down syndrome lady. Like, that is what she, like, that is, no, that is the vibe I get from her. Like, she's. It's an interesting. Yeah. Sorry. I have thought about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've all thought about what sort yeah, of. Yeah, but then, like, the other cat would be, like, Romeo, so I don't know. And you've got a dog as well. Nelly. We do. Nelly. Very cute. Nelly. Awesome. Yeah. And is there anything you want to say before you launch into your store, Abby? No, I don't think so. Cool. Yeah. All right. And if you're ready then, uh, Grace Cullen. Right. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that. Um, I kind of, I, it's not really a story, it's just like I'm having a bit of a qualm with my dog. So, um, I legit, like, I don't know if I'm in a relationship with her or with sisters. Like, I, I can't work it out. It's weird. It's, like, sexual at times. But, like, I don't know. Like, it's an incest thing. I don't know. So, like, how we got her. Much like every other thing that's happened in my family of three, um, like, buying the house, buying the car, just, like, the big things. Like, I'm not there for it. It's weird. I'm like, mum, cool. So, 
anyway, my mum rings me up and she's like, we're getting a dog. And I'm like, no, we're not. And she's like, here we are. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. And then she rang up the SPCA and was like, look, we're looking for a dog. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have a Jack Russell. Um, you know, come get her. And she was like, okay, great. And then we went, the lady said, oh, we've got a Jack Russell Mel on the phone. And mum thought she said Nell and just assumed it was Nelly. So we get to SPCA, and if you've met my mum, like, she's, she's very, like, <gasps> and then, so we got to the SPCA, and she's like, oh, we're here to pick up Nelly for Jack Russell, and they're like, oh, we don't have a Nelly for Jack Russell, and mum's like, <laughs> yeah, you do, and we're like, not leaving without it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we've got a Mel, and mum's like, no, you said now. <laughs> anyway, so we get this fucking thing, and she comes out, and she, like, doesn't want to know any of us, and I'm like, this is a disaster. <laughs> Like, if she's going to be a dud, like, I'm out. And um, anyway, so, like, a few quarrels later, we got it. And we actually ended up calling her Nelly because we were all used to it. Like, we'd spent a week being like, Nelly, Nelly, Nelly. The collar hit Nelly. Like, fucking hell. So, first of all, she has an identity crisis. <laughs> Much like I saw, like, what the fuck's her name? Whatever. Um, and then also sometimes I'll refer to her as Trudy. And I often get asked how that happened. And I've worked it out that it was like, Nelly, Ellie, Udi, Doody, Trudy. And that is legit. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I just... What in it? I don't know. Okay, so, um, first of all, like, my uh, date the other night, I had a date um, with a bartender, right? Oh, you get it, get it. Um, and my mum was away in Spain, so I was like, oh, logically, we'll go back to my house road. Like, this is, you know, date one. And so we get um, we get home, and then, like, you know, we're doing the deed, and all I can hear is, ha, ha, and then, like, this bullshit. And I'm like, holy fuck. This is through three doors. And I'm like, Christ and a half, you're savage. And, and it was kind of like, like, I let it go on, and I was like, oh, my God, my God. And then... Um, I got to a point where I was like, I'm just going to, I just have to let her in. Sorry. <laughs> I hopped off and I was like, oh, um, it's driving me fucking crazy. So she comes in and then she's like, she's like weirdly slutty. Like she makes the rounds. No, she makes the rounds at night. So you like think you're special, but you're not. And she's like rubbing her vagina on him. And I'm like, oh, look, two vaginas on, vaginas on you in one night. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And then, and then I was like making jokes like, oh, look, cute family. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then he was like, no, he was like agreeing, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> like that's why we don't have a second. That's why we don't have a second. Um, so yeah, and she's just like she has to be in the middle of everything. Um, pretty sure she's a lesbian. Like she comes into the shower with me, and like watches me. Like doesn't want the water, just like watches me. And then like when I'm when I'm like scratching her and like she like anyway and then I get out of the shower and she like licks the water off my body and I'm like thanks Nelly like you've heard about those stories about how like when they bring rats and shit they're trying to like give to the family so I'm like trying to you know make her feel special and shit but she's like licking and it's not like oh here it's like jumping up like licking around also what the fuck do, do all dogs sniff vaginas like is that a thing well can it not be like it's weird I fucking anyway um she snores at night and everything, like, she has to sleep up here like a human being. And I, I have a double bed and I probably get about an eighteenth of it because of the way that she fucking lies. Um, she always almost gets run over. She doesn't like going for walks and she pretends she can't. And then, like, around, oh, around, oh, so I took her around the block the other day. Um, I had took one place at bed because logically, you know, you're going to go for a shit, you're going to go for a shit. Let's go for three. <laughs> and it's not even like, I'm just amazed that every time she goes for a shit like the people are just coming in the house 
So they're like watching you to make sure that you pick up the shit. And I'm like, I have one bag, fuck. And so I had to like, <laughs> like the lid of the bag. So like, you know, you've like done the look, you've tied it. And I had to like hold the shit that was already in there and like try and get the lid. And I like did it. So it ended up being like a bow tie kind of thing. <laughs> like a poi, like a poi. <laughs> and I'm like so proud of myself. I'm like, fuck, I'm a revolutionist. Like this is great. I'm never, you know, recycling. I'm just always going to have one bag because like t- twice as easy. And she was reserved. And like, this is Niagara. Like, this is. And I was like, it's almost unpickupable because it's like diarrhea. And like, I don't know what to do. And it's like this bitch on the lawn. Not even the dog, like, there was an actual bitch on the lawn. And she was like, Are you gonna get that? And I was like, Like, I don't know what you. Yeah, like, what do you want me to do? So I didn't, because I was like, I have rights. And then like, oh God, I just like low-key didn't make sense. Whatever. Um, yeah, she follows me around the house. I just feel, and like I talk to her and it like gets weird. And then I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen a human being all day, but I feel like I have. She tries to join in when I'm having sex constantly. Um, like gets weirdly horny when you're dancing. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not even booty shit. Like, What? So she can't come to drinks anymore. Like, it's <laughs> fucking... You're getting, like, aggressive to Dua Lipa. And she's like... And it's like, don't. Um, oh, so in terms of the cat and why she's so fat, like, the cat eats the dog food and the dog eats the cat food. So, like... But then the dog doesn't want the cat food because she wants your food. So the cat goes in and gets the cat food and the dog food. So she gets a fucking... Like, she's a heifer. And then this one's starving. And I'm like, do you want tomorrow? <laughs> I'll offer her avocado, like, I feel like that's correct. Um, I feel like, yeah, like, she legit ignores me when I've been gone for ages and, like, I don't really understand that. She has hives all the time and I try and scratch her and she's, like, into it and I'm like, I'm just trying to help, like, don't read into it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but the funny thing is, is, like, I'm always telling, like, my dog stories, whatever, when, like, customers walk in and, like, the ice cream shop. First of all, do you know what I realised the other day? You know, whatever you order, I feel like it could be, like, low-key what your dick is like. Like, if you order, like, a long black, and we're all like, okay, Steve. Or, like, Carl offers, like, a double small, and I'm like, okay, Carl. Or, like, you know, like, a flat white, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I see that. Like, whatever. Um, yeah, so I'm like, and then, like, people order, like, oh, my God. This lady ordered trim soy. And I was like, Deborah, What? And I was like, so, sorry, do you want, like, a, like a trim or a soy? And she's like, no, like a trim soy. I was like, so, like, a trim or a soy? And she's like, trim soy. And I was like, holy shit, you're getting full fat, because I don't even fucking know what you're on about. Um, yeah, I feel like that's all I have to really say about my dog. Yeah. I don't even, yeah. And then, like, I could go on about barista stories, but, like, fucking get better work stories. Yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> That is weird, eh, when um, animals are like, they won't not leave you alone when you're doing something, you know. I just feel like I have to entertain her, like, all the fucking time. That is what I'm saying! Like, like, I'm moving from one room to another. I don't know what... You don't have to shit with me. It's weird. Like... (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to fuck. Yeah. Does she get jealous? Oh my god, she has anxiety like I've never seen. And like separation, like when you're walking, I'm like, you've got a beach, you've got a park, and she's here, like constantly, like touching you. And it's like, I fucking what? 
I'm like, there's another dog there, and she like doesn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Does she get jealous about like how you treat the cats as well? Oh yeah, she's like yeah. in there, yeah. fucking Flynn. Like, yeah. do the cats ever like go? Well, there's only one cat, and she doesn't even know what's oh, going right, on. Yeah. <laughs> and she's looking at a wall, and I'm like, Leave <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to hear about something you said earlier on. You always feel like you've missing, you miss out on the big things in your family. Like they make decisions, and you're never there. Like literally, every house we've ever moved to, I like don't find out about it until like two days later. And, like, getting the car, like, mum just rocks up and there's, like, this new car. And I'm like, mm, okay, financially, let's discuss this. But, <laughs> and, like, the only other person in my family is a fucking twin brother who's a dud. So I'm like, you clearly haven't discussed this with anybody. <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, you've got the fuck. And I'm like, <laughs> like, every decision ever made. Not there. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> you've got a twin brother? That's cool. No. And it's like it's great, but he's like a shit, but like a good shit. What does he do? He's out of Wellington. Like he studied architecture first year, and then he was like, <laughs> "I actually want to drink as well." <laughs> so he changed to business. Sorry, business um, in design, and now he calls himself an architecture. Like, I mean, an architect. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's my problem. Yeah, count it. Yeah. Um, and do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? Uh, like. Low-key, the only thing I want to plug is the ice cream shop. Like, come and visit. What's it called? It's called Joshua's. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Or 8 Maheke Street in St. Helier's. Nice guy, man. Just text and I'll come out. Like, you can't fucking see it. Is it on the... Oh, it's No, no, seriously. Is it on the waterfront? It's, like, not on the waterfront. It's, like, down a side street. Cool. But in that little group of shops. Little suave. Just, like... I think know. you're at the front and then like go down a bit and you might find it. What's your favourite ice cream flavour? Cinnamon and ginger because it tastes like Christmas. Cinnamon and ginger? Yeah. Like what? Holy. Yeah. Yeah. It's some flash ice cream. Cool. And do you have it in a cone or do you have it in a cup? Well, I always have it in a waffle cone because I'm like, you can't eat a cup. So like, <laughs> I feel like you're half ice cream. Like, I don't understand. I mean, you could, but like... Or people are like, I'm gluten-free. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Do you want a couple cone? And they're like, I'm gluten-free. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I just like you having to say that. <laughs> I see, I like a cup because the cone... Why? Because you end up like eating just cone at the end. And I'm like, Not oh. how I feel that. Like, I get it so it's like a V-shape because I shut... Because I fucking hate an empty cone as well. <laughs> All right, well, everyone, that's Let a good advertisement for Joshua. Yeah. And Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. Don't care. No. Like, like don't. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Like, just. If you want to be friends, we can be friends, but I'm not very great, so it's fine. <laughs> That's Grace Cullen, for those of you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Grace. <laughs> and oh my gosh, do we have a treat? Oh my gosh, our third speaker. Yeah, mate. Alice Kirker. Hello. Welcome. Oh, thanks. One half of the amazing producing team behind this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, we, we pulled this together in a week, so pretty <laughs> odd to it, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been doing this? Uh, six months, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And how did you guys know each other beforehand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did a show... <laughs> That shall not be named in 2013, and it just happened from there. And then we went to uni together. About. Yeah, kind of. And then, um, yeah, now we're mates. And now you're mates. Yeah, that's amazing. 
And Alice, you've just been away on holiday. I have. Where have you been? Um, oh, I've been... No, it was good. I just hate talking about it. Like, I just went overseas. Um, I did just go overseas. And, yeah, I went to... <laughs> yeah, I went to England, France and Italy with my mum and my sister. Wow. Yeah. How long were you gone for? Six weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you yeah. just say that? Oh, I, I thought you... No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, no, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So badly. Yeah. As evidenced before. Um, what was your favourite part? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't... I, the, okay, I don't... Because it's like, oh, there was this tiny village. But there was this tiny village. <laughs> um, in Italy, on the top of the hill. And it was really cool. It was called Orvieto. Uh, honestly, I hate it, eh? Such a douche. Um, but yeah, no, it's really cool. There's a really cool cathedral there. I want to go to Italy. Yeah, it's can pretty I awesome. Next time, please. If you have money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought we were friends, that's right. Um, what? Do you have like a normal job? You know, oh, yeah. I say normal, like yeah, normal. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. What's your normal job? Um, I'm a personal assistant for Daryl Lovegrove at Yamaha Motor New Zealand. At what? Um, Yamaha Motor New Zealand. Oh. That's his YMNZ, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I really do. Um, but, yeah, my actually my boss at the moment... I thought it would be gone by the time I, I got back, but it wasn't. So, like, two weeks before I left, he developed a verruca on the ball of his foot. And his wife has just moved to Queenstown in the house that she bought with his money and left him. So there's no one to, like, put ointment on his verruca. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's literally me. I do not get paid enough. Yeah, so it's really awful. Do you wear gloves? Yeah, I do wear gloves. I wear gloves. Um, well, it's I like out of a movie. Yeah, and he, he like, they can't cut it all off at once because it's on the bottom of his foot, so they cut it off in layers. <laughs> Honestly, I hate it. Yeah. So that's what I do during the day. Um, Careful, because I feel like that is the tipping point. You know, next you'll be like tucking him in at night. Yeah. <laughs> I like literally, no, I know his cleaner's names. Yeah. Like, it's wow. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so hate it. But, you know. Amazing. You must have some pretty funny stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also just like really awful, like men being men, so. But, you know. Shout out to men. Yeah, men. Woo! Um. Did you have a family pet? Oh, mate, yeah. Well, I mean, our family's had cats, and then I've had, like, other pets alongside the cats, but we're a cat family. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah, we've got two cats at the moment, Smokey and Mitzi Bell. So <laughs> just don't even ask about the names because I can't go into it because it upsets me too much. But, um, yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> and is there anything you want to say before you start your story? Um, there's going to be some death mentioned lots of deaths because none of my pets are still alive um so just brace yourselves <laughs> great alice kirker everyone <laughs> yeah so um i just want to start by saying i'm not going to talk i'm only going to talk about domestic animals but i want to get it out of the way um my favorite animal in the world is the orca whale they're just the best animals ever and I don't even want to argue with anyone about it. I love them. They're so great. Um, so that's, just need to say that. Um, yeah, so I've had a lot of pets. Um, so I'm going to give you a little timeline. Um, except out of order. 
<laughs> so, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna give you times of things that have happened. Highlights package. Hi, yeah, highlights package. Yeah, good. Love that. Um, it's like the trailer for my pet life. Um, uh, yeah, so what's the first pet I'm gonna talk about? When I was, um, there's been so many guys. Um, the first, when I was like 12, I really wanted a pet and I asked mum and I begged her and we ended up getting mice. Which now I'm like, dude, that is so foul. They were, they lived in my room. Like, oh, um, I couldn't even, I couldn't pick a mouse up now. I couldn't, like, I just couldn't do it because there's little claws and it was really gross. Um, so we got two mice, called them Bubble and Squeak. Because, um, like, mice squeak. Amazing. Um, and Bubble was amazing. And then Squeak was, like, overweight and like kind of mean and she like bit so she was like really me as a mouse and um i loved her but she definitely didn't love me um and bubble bubbles awesome we hung out heaps um we literally did because i had no friends i was so badly bullied it's fine it's good um and so bubbles got a tumor and died <laughs> I didn't know for like a little while um, and then I was like okay well Squeak's by herself I've got to get her another mouse to like probably for her to bully so I got this mouse okay so in Remura at the animates on my nav you can get you okay well it's like close um, you can get um, purebred mice um, which is a mistake you should not overbreed mice I'm just telling you that right now so we got this like mouse and she was a purebred. She's like, you know how there's Palomino horses? She's a Palomino mouse. <laughs> so great. Took her home, named her Nina, good name. Chucked her in the cage and she bit Squeak. And I was like, okay, sis, no. So I removed this mouse and put her, like, to take her back to animates because I was just like, I'm not even going to stick for it. Like, there was no warning system. It was like, a done deal, you're out. And so I put her in this, like, plastic box. Which, like, it's a hefty box and a tiny mouse. And you put them in the box when you're, like, cleaning their cage. So, like, Nina's just rocking around in this little, like, plastic, like, box. I turn my back for one minute and the, the, she literally knocked it over. The brute force of a purebred mouse. <laughs> I just... So that was it. Nina was out and we got another mouse who... I don't even remember their name. So she, she died. No, no, oh. no. We took her back to Animax. We were like, stop breeding mice that's wrong and then i don't know what happened to her they were like yeah you're like the third home she's like joy like, why are you still selling her this is ridiculous just kill her um <laughs> yeah good uh not an animal person um yeah so then yeah then we got another mouse and this mouse came home, and I don't remember what I named it, but in like a month, Squeak was like prego, like, and I didn't couldn't tell at first because she was so overweight. Like she she had like a tube up to her nest that was like it was struggle street every time she tried to go to bed, and so she had like six little jelly bean babies, which was like the dream come true because now I had like eight mice like overnight for free mum was like oh no what have we done and um then this mouse this male mouse ate every every last mouse baby like so I just mean are just the worst they really are um and so then squeak 
got a tumour as well. Eventually Ed died and that was it. Mice over. Fast forward to when I was like 15 and I was like, it's time mum, fresh beginning. Like, you know, I'm ready for another pet. And mum was like, no. Um, so me and my sister, I've got a younger sister. She's really cute and she was even cuter when she was like however old she was. So we'd take our little violins out and like busk and we had like a little sign that was like, oh raising money for rabbits. And <laughs> mum was like, yeah, good luck. And literally the second time we went out busking, this guy rocks up to us and he's like, hey girls. And we're like, sure, hey. Want to give us some dollars? And he's like, do you just want two rabbits for free? And we what? were like, yeah. <laughs> so then ran it by mum. And mum was like, oh God, we're giving four pets. Um, and this guy, so we picked these rabbits up. They were called Doug and Dan after Doug Howler and Dan Carter, <laughs> which is really ironic because I've literally never watched like a complete rugby game. Just like it's not. So I was like, this is the dumbest names, so but I didn't want to change their names because it's like identity crisis. So I just left them. And so we got these like rabbits, and he was like, "There's two cages because sometimes they need a break from each other." And we were like, "Okay, sweet. They're like little rodents. Like surely they're you know." And so we took them home. And Doug was like really into Dan, but Dan was like not into Doug. <laughs> so every day Doug would just like hammer Dan and Dan would just like sit there like when will this be over? And then eventually Doug died, like R.I.P. but also whew. Um, and Dan just had like a really chill life and he ended up dying as well. So yeah, those are like the, the, the pets that um, died with like out of my control. Um, <laughs> so when the reason it took like so long into my like teenage years for me to get a pet was that when I was like four, this is 1999, like I was in dungarees, rocking around in my jellies, like mum, can we get a pet? And she was like, okay, this is a good idea. I've got one child, she's four, we'll get her an adorable pet, it will be amazing. No. So we get a guinea pig. Easy, low maintenance. I loved the skinny pig. Like, I feel sorry for it, because I, I would just hold it and be like, <clears throat> like, I would just be like, oh, I love you! Oh, and the guinea pig would be like, oh, God, please! Please stop! And his little eyes would bulge, and I'd be like, but look! And so one day I like come downstairs, this rabbit was like, and I come, I come down to the guinea pig, not this rabbit, this guinea pig. And I was like, oh God, he's gone cold. And he's like not moving around. Um, this is awful. And so little like, I think I was five at this point, so one year of life, okay, great. He'd obviously, we can all hope, had died. I will never know. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do what any smart person would do when they wanna heat something up. And I'm gonna put him in the microwave. <laughs> so I just marched my little hiney to the microwave, popped old mate guinea pig in the microwave, chucked him on for 20 minutes. <laughs> and I just like sat there and was like, good, he's going to wake up soon, and then nothing happened, and, well, stuff happened, <laughs> but, like, nothing, you know, and so we're, like, nearing the 20-minute mark, and I remember being, like, shit, like, I can't wait for this to be over, like, can't wait to get my guinea pig back, and the, he literally exploded, like, guinea pig 
everywhere. And my mum comes downstairs, like, bless my mum's soul. She's like, I just wanted to get her a cute pet. Why is this guinea pig exploding in my mind? And I was like inconsolable. Like imagine your favorite thing in the world exploding in front of your eyes when you were just trying to show it love. Disaster. So mum, literally, she said nothing to me. She just unplugged the microwave, took it outside, put it in the bin, and she came back inside and she's like, no more pets. That was it. And the worst part, and I literally, I cannot make this shit up, I named that guinea pig Dynamite. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's my stories. I'm a terrible pet mother. No, 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 five. Four or five. <laughs> no, not 15. No, I'm not like an idiot. My kind of am, but yeah. Yeah, so that's my stories. <laughs> I know, it's really old. Can't even look at me in the eyes. I know, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I love the logic behind that though. It totally that? makes sense. I was like, look, I can't get him a hot water bottle, so next best thing, sis, like, chuck him in the microwave. I love that you chose 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if a microwave should be on for 20 minutes. <laughs> I know, I know. And the neighbours called and they were like, are you like burning a no! dead body? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, like a guinea pig. <laughs> and they were like, we chose the wrong neighbourhood. Yeah, good. Was that on Defrost? Pardon? Was it on Defrost? Oh, I couldn't tell you, you know. I don't have I I don't even remember. I just remember being like, oh my god, dynamite! (laughs) 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 I would imagine that would be super traumatic. Yeah, pretty traumatic. More traumatic was Mum's reaction, not gonna lie. Because she like didn't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I got blamed. Because the thing is, for so long I didn't understand, like no one explained to me what had happened. So I thought I'd put my alive guinea pig in the microwave, next minute mum's not talking to me and we don't have a microwave or a guinea pig. (laughs) So I just didn't understand for so long because mum just couldn't talk about it. She's like, I'm not surprised. I'm just like, maybe that wasn't a thing. I don't think about it. It's like it never happened. Replace the microwave, it never happened. I love that she replaced the microwave. I was like, you don't want it. You just want it. She would just, like literally, the she was like, okay, just going to throw it out because it's the safest option. Yeah. Are those all the pets you've had? No. Oh. <laughs> Are any alive to this day? Um, I got a rabbit last year for my 21st, and then he died from a tumour. <laughs> like, literally six months later. He was all long-haired, and he was called Potato. He was really cute, but RIP. It's too soon to talk about it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have pot plants? Um, oh, guys... <laughs> This is what I was afraid of. <laughs> I had these four like mini cactuses because it's like cactuses are a safe fucking bed, eh? Like you can't yeah. go wrong. You can. So <laughs> I had my like beautiful cactuses and they grew. Like I had it I had them for six months and I did the little spritzy spritz and like they had a little tray so their little bottoms could drain and it was sweet as and then I got home one day because I kept them on my window and they blowed out the window. <laughs> for so long I was like, where have they gone? I had cactuses. I don't, and then I realised, oh god, they're blown up the window. <laughs> a shambles. A shambles. That is amazing. Yeah, so I just stay well away. Yeah. 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 I think that's for the I best think, Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I fully don't doubt you as an amazingly mm. um, caring and responsible 
person, but not a pet owner. Maybe not. Yeah. And I want a dog so bad, but I just would over. I just would just You love too much. Yeah, I, so much. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and what do you? I want to know is um, what do you love about orcas so much? Oh. Like, honestly. I mean, I know they're cool, but... They are so cool. Yeah. I think it's because they're so intelligent, and they're, like, brutal, and they, like, the only thing that can kill a great white shark is an orc whale, because they, really you know, like, that's so awesome. And also, I think it's really special that the mums care so much for their babies. I think that's cool. Um, orc whales are literally, they're the best things ever. Have you seen one in real life? Yeah. When I was, <laughs> it was, it was actually before I really cared about them. But I used to like sail, also a disaster. Like mostly everything I do, just not great. And I capsized this little old tea and I was just like, oh god! And the mast got stuck in the mud, like in Koei. So I like couldn't pull the little thing back out. I was just like very traumatic. And they were like, okay, Alice, it's really time to get back in the opti. And I was like, okay, send it out, sisters. And then I managed to get in the opti and there was like, literally a mother orca whale and a baby orca whale like two metres away from me. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. But now I'm like, there's the coolest so thing cool, ever. Yeah. So awesome. I love that your friends were like, hey, Get in here. Yeah, I was yeah, like, hey, everybody, take a step back. Like, no one are rushing me here. But they were like, okay. Because of that. Yeah. yeah. But actually, there's actually been no reported killings no, of don't, humans yeah. in the wild by orc whales. Only in captivity. Yeah. So they're safe as, right? Or like, mostly safe. <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Don't lock them up. Don't yeah. lock them up. True. Fuck the world. And fair enough, too. Yeah. Um, I remember um, swimming. I used to surf. When, when I say used to surf, I used to not surf at all but um, I was not very good yeah try and surf Um, and there's been two times once out at Mirawai and um, there was a seal like swimming amongst all the um, surfers and stuff and I was like oh my god it's amazing and then I was like trying to follow it and like because it was real cool and then I was like that's dumb because sharks follow seals follow seals yeah uh, and the other time I was up at Omaha and we were surfing and my friend was like, there's a fin, there's a fin, get out of the water. And we like ran out of the water so fast. You ran out of it? Ran out of the water. Were you standing in it or swimming in it? Well, like pretty much walked on water oh, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> like, we were like, ah! yeah. And then we turned around and it was a shag. <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, anything you want to plug, Alice? Um... <laughs> No, there's two. Well, French Festival, if you haven't put your applications in, put your applications in. Are you working for French? Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. Um, and like basic, yeah, there's lots of things. Yeah. Cool. But just like on Facebook, I'll definitely make you donate to what I'm doing. So you'll hear about it, I'm sure. Awesome. Yeah. And um, final water cooler of the year next month? Or next month. Yeah. yeah, we're doing a like festive special. Um, I think we're calling it Feast or Feasts, and there's going to be food. So that's really all you need to know. Awesome. Come. It's going to be great. Yeah. Right on the Facebooks yeah. for it. Yes. yes. All right. Thank you so much, Alice. Thank you, Donna. And uh, that is our show for yeah. the evening. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and for coming along. Facebook, like the Fountain of All Knowledge, 
that um, sometimes penguins push another penguin in the water so that they know it's safe to swim and there's no predators. <laughs> and if that's not how we should live our lives, I don't know what it is. Have you seen that video of the penguin that just walks up to a screen and like, So go off of that to the next water for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Namaste. Um,